1: Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime.
0: And some penguins are gay, get over it.
1: Huh? I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, speaking of gay penguins, <laughs> have I got a show for you today. Oh, uh, can't wait, can't wait. Yeah, Rem, today we're watching Penguins of Madagascar.
0: <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> what a twist!
1: Uh, happy Pride Month, all. The gayest penguins in media I could find. Oh god. That movie had to be terrible, right?
0: I I you know, I have heard good things about it.
1: Right, right.
0: Mostly from uh from author and YouTuber John Green. Oh, but, I see. You know?
1: I mean he's got the pers-
0: Holy shit. Does he have them as babies or is this some unrelated shit? Oh my god!
1: I think it might do, yeah. Holy shit! Because I think it's like a prequel, which is a weird thing to have for the Madagascar series.
0: Oh my god! It has the little baby versions of them! Sean, fuck whatever anime we're watching! (laughs) (laughs) We should actually watch Penguins of Madagascar!
1: (laughs) For for another Pride Month special, Penguins of Madagascar, that's what you want to do? Kinda. (laughs) and i especially like how you want me to be the one to tell you to do it so you actually get to go and watch it whereas if it was an april (laughs) fools you'd be under no obligation to because you're a bastard yeah yeah oh but rem i i have so much prepared for this month already and by so much i mean i have a total of three episodes prepared plus one that's not technically pride month centric but you know reasons
0: well I, I hope you have something uh, good enough that I won't be disappointed we're doing that instead of Penguins of Madagascar, which might increase, uh, the, the increase of interest I've had in Penguins of Madagascar is, like, sevenfold from from just minutes ago.
1: Just learning that they are uh, adorable little, like, uh, fluffy babies at some yeah, point. Yeah,
0: just learning that there's, like, five minutes of, of cute baby penguin, uh, oh my god.
1: What, what even is the runtime for Penguins of Madagascar?
0: Uh, about an hour and a half.
1: Okay, so standards, kid, movie stuff. Okay.
0: Yeah. Hey, it it, it is it is fresh on on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Really?
1: That's impressive. Because I feel like the other Madagascar movies were absolute dog shit in comparison, weren't they?
0: I do not know, nor do I care.
1: You only care because this one has baby penguins. Correct. <laughs> you know, I suppose that's fair. Uh, but no, Rem, I I I would have to. <laughs> Weird weird statement. I would have to research Penguins of Madagascar before we could do an episode on it, probably. <laughs> um, and if there's interest in that, maybe we'll get emails on it. I don't fucking know. Uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rise up all of our Penguins of Madagascar fans.
1: I will say, I did open up like the Rotten Tomatoes page for Penguins of Madagascar, and yeah, it's got a 74% critic score and 63% audience score, but that's not what interests me. What interests me is that the video they have up for, like, presumably the trailer, is just one of the penguins fully eating ass. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, shamelessly eating ass, Remington. Like, seriously, click on the link and look at it. Rico, I think is that one? Just going ham on Kowalski. So, maybe it's a bit more appropriate than I thought.
0: (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, holy
1: shit! (laughs) Are you gonna make it there, bud? Oh! Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. You gotta make it, Rem. You got. We've got a podcast to do, Rem. (laughs) We made it like five minutes in. Come on now.
0: Oh man, I. I'll be honest. Whatever anime you're bringing...
1: It's not gonna compare.
0: Good fucking luck.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Well... I don't know. I don't know how it can compare to Rico eating ass.
1: Now I'm wondering if I should pivot and do my one of my non prime month <laughs> anime that I have prepared.
0: No, we're here now. Here we are.
1: Alrighty then. Well, Revington, <laughs> I mentioned a trend last week uh, in a naming scheme, and... uh. You guessed it. This week we've got another one that has the exact same name trend because I feel like they're running out of uh, ideas, quite frankly. Uh, but that's fine. If the show is good, then it doesn't matter. Uh, because today, this, uh, this week, Rem, we're going to be watching uh, the uh, girl's love anime Adachi Toshimamura or Adachi and Shimamura.
0: Okay, yes, of course.
1: Yes. No, like it doesn't get much more straightforward than that um and last week we had a story about two people who didn't really know each other getting to know each other and bonding through a uh quote-unquote common interest uh and you uh were not a fan
0: (laughs) unfortunately yeah it was you know normally normally when it comes to to the boy love anime i am an advocate they have i'm on the record saying that i think that on average they are of a higher quality that's just the running average, unfortunately, so some are gonna fall below the line.
1: Yep, and, uh, with that in mind, uh, I've got a new one for you. and this one, uh, this one came out, uh, back in 2020 of all times, uh, you know, peak pandemic time, and, uh, it's about our two, our two main characters, um, uh, Sakura Adachi and, uh, Hogetsu Shimamura. And these two, uh, essentially these guys are friends, but they bond, uh, with their friendship by essentially cutting gym class, more or less, and hanging out in, like, a secluded part of the gymnasium and occasionally playing ping-pong with each other. Uh, sure, why not? Yeah. And it's just the story of them growing closer together as friends and potentially as a relationship partners. And, yeah, it shapes up to be a straightforward, a cute little uh, girl-love romance.
0: All right, now, Sean. Yes, Rem. You're talking about how straightforward it is. Yes. Does it at least have something? (laughs) What do
1: you mean, Rem?
0: (laughs) Sean, I I don't want it to happen two weeks in a row. That's (laughs) not how I want to celebrate Pride.
1: No, it it really isn't. But Rem, um, I'll put it to you this way. I did not pick something that was outright bad. I did not pick pick one of the purposefully really bad. Because I don't think we've ever really covered anything super heinous in, like, the, uh, LGBTQ, uh, the LGBTQ plus uh, side of anime, uh, because I've avoided them, because, you know, I like celebrating the ones that are a bit more on the positive spectrum. Uh, but, you know, I have some in the back pocket, just in case. <laughs> but this isn't one of them. This is one that came out in 2020, and I remember enjoying it when I was locked in my apartment and couldn't uh, watch anything else. So theoretically, theoretically Remington, there's a good chance you'll enjoy it too. Okay. Plus the studio, and it's not a web or four coma. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, nope. It's uh, it's a light novel adaptation.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Which I'm, means I'm, more I'm words gonna dare to with. be optimistic. I'm gonna okay. dare to be optimistic. Dare to be hopeful.
1: And uh, the studio that covered uh, that made it. Oh wait, we haven't. Oh. Hmm, That's not a good, that's not a good example. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. let's not talk about the studio for (laughs) now, What studio is it? Well, it's, it's, the studio is uh, Tezuka Productions, and you probably don't recognize that name. Correct. Um, you've only really covered two things that I can see off the top. One of which made you want to leap out a building. Oh, fuck. The other of which you claimed was one of the best in its genre. (laughs) oh all right all right uh and that would be quintessential quintuplets uh oh fuck
0: (laughs) oh shit
1: so hey 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 you know it has potential it has potential rem and it's pride month so we got to go into it with uh optimistic and hey one of the producers was pony canyon (laughs) okay uh they produced um odd taxi hey all right I got hope. Hope is back. Hope is back. Yeah, and uh, the Kon movie as well, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, Silent Voice. Yeah, hey, these got Pony Canyon produced a lot of bangers.
0: All right, all right. Let let let's hope. Let's believe. Let's do this.
1: Okay, so without further ado, let's jump straight into it. Let's go watch. <laughs> uh, let's go watch some Adachi Toshimamura. What interests me is that the trailer. It's just one of the penguins fully eating ass. Like, shamelessly eating ass, Remington.
0: If you disapprove of gay penguin love, you're a fucking cop.
1: And we are back after watching five whole episodes of the 2020 anime Adachi to Shimamura. And Remington, is this... Uh, better, worse, or about the same as the last show we covered, because, uh, as we pointed out in the beginning, they kinda have very similar premises to go in, and whether or not this is gonna be a good episode will probably hinge entirely on whether or not, uh, you're able to say some positive things or not. (laughs) Uh, Sean, do you consider yourself an ally to the LGBTQ plus community? I would say so, yes, obviously. I mean, we've spent five years trying to, uh, say as such. And yet, oh no, Rem, <laughs> again!
0: <laughs> and yet, as oh, we God. celebrate Pride, as we celebrate Pride,
1: you bring me this bullshit, Sean! Rem, I was given so many recommendations <laughs> oh, for this one. Even uh-oh. literally after I, so a uh, little peek behind the kimono here, uh, Rem, uh, shortly after we recorded the part one of this episode, I put out a tweet, uh, saying, Hey, uh, Pride Month is around the corner, I've got two in my back pocket that have been heavily requested for a while, at least a year and a half for, uh, this one, and, uh, I wanted additional recommendations, and in that tweet, there are at least a handful of the anime we have covered so far, including this one. So, Rem, it's not- I'm just doing what the people have requested, Rem because a lot of people seem to really enjoy it.
0: Oh, Sean, 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 Sean. Oh, Sean. Uh all right. I I I want to before I get into the review, I want to speak to the the lesbians in the audience
1: <laughs> directly.
0: Yes. Dear lesbians. All right. I understand that during this episode, that that barrel of pitchforks looks will look very tempting. All right? It's going to look very tempting. But if you look in the opposite direction, instead of pitchforks, you could grab some complimentary yams. <laughs> which, as we have established, lesbians love yams.
1: I cannot believe you're bringing you that cannot,
0: back. You cannot have both pitchforks and yams. You must choose, and I would encourage you to choose the yams.
1: Oh my god, I cannot believe this is your method of defense. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Rem! All right, let's get straight into it because I think I have a good idea of what your criticisms are gonna be. <laughs> if
0: you have a good idea then that that motherfucker, you you set me
1: up. <laughs> I didn't set you up for anything, Rem. I just know what the criticisms I might have had for this show are, <laughs> and yet uh, I still enjoyed my time with it. Though it's got to be said, it was peak pandemic time when I watched it, so maybe I was just longing for any form of uh, comfiness and happiness. So it's hard to say.
0: Well, uh, let, let's open up in episode one. We start off by seeing a little astronaut floating in the river. Um, uh, 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 just a picture to make you basically think, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, and we'll, we'll learn more about this little astronaut. They don't matter, but we'll learn more about them.
1: Yeah, uh, that is a weird part that I left out on purpose.
0: <laughs> I, I guess they, they slightly, they they like try to pretend that the the astronaut will present itself as an like an immortal alien from the future, uh, searching for its friend that's somewhere on Earth. And the show will pretend like, oh, haha! But maybe it's just a quirky, quirky young girl. Uh, but like obviously not. They glow. They glow. <laughs> They're clearly. I I I am going to bet the house. All right, I'm gonna bet the house. Okay. That if it's confirmed one way or another, it's confirmed in the direction of them being uh, an alien from the future. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bet everything on that. I mean, you you can tell me if you want, Sean. I don't mind. I don't give a shit about spoilers at this point, mostly because I don't think any are relevant for this show. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, would you disagree? would, would you say? that anything happens in this show that if told to a person about to watch this show would significantly impact their viewing experience for better or for worse.
1: Yeah, probably not, no. Yeah,
0: I, I think, for better or worse, this show is unspoilable. Like, we can tell you everything that happens will not affect your viewing experience. Um, so we, we see that. Then we cut to, uh, the two girls playing ping-pong. Uh, and it's just in a section like above the the gym uh, at their school, a place that they can basically go hide out and skip class. Uh, and this is where we meet our two, uh, our, our two protagonists. Of course, we have uh, Adachi. She is uh, very, very shy, very nervous, right? And uh, she also very quickly falls in love uh, with with our fellow protagonist, uh, Shimamura. Uh, well, probably just call Shima, because that's a long name.
1: <laughs> God forbid two extra syllables.
0: Yeah, think Whatever of all the say, syllables. Whatever you say, Remington. Hey, that's only three, alright? That's not four. Four <laughs> is egregious, alright? And even then, you shorten my name all the time by two syllables calling me Rem. So, you have no excuse.
1: Well, yeah, but that's because we've known each other for a decade, Rem.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, and I feel like I know Shimamura so well. Mm. So... Uh, Adachi and Shima. Adachi is an awkward loner um, who very quickly falls in love with Shima. Uh, Shima, meanwhile, is just kind of like emotionally distant, and that's her whole thing. Uh, now, here's the thing, alright? Episode 1, I had a fine time. Uh, I, I had a good time with Episode 1. First of all, it's absolutely gorgeous. Stunning art style, completely uh, captures anybody who sees it. Uh, then... In, this little, in these first scenes with Adachi and Shima, it's extremely charming to see them together. Uh, there, there, there's a charming dynamic that I vibe with. I also like that later on we meet Shima's friends, uh, Hino and uh, Nagafuji, and when they all get together, the friends think Adachi is kind of weird, but they're not openly antagonistic. It's just kind of awkward, which I felt like was more authentic. Uh, so I, I think that, the first episode, while the, the pacing felt a bit weird, it, it's uh, especially because it's like the pacing of this show simultaneously is too fast and too slow. In that, not much happens, but anything that does happen, it doesn't let the moment settle well, especially in this first episode. It just like bump, 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 uh, which is weird. It's a weird pace. Uh, neither too fast nor too slow, but somehow both. Uh, but in the first episode, nonetheless, I was overall charmed, but uncertain. I, I was leaning favorably. It's as we get into episode two, three, four, and five, Um, which let me summarize the events for those just all at once for you, all right? Oh dear. Uh, Adachi falls hard for Shima. Shima is pretty oblivious. Adachi drops semi-obvious, but horrendously awkward hints that Shima doesn't catch. Adachi grows increasingly jealous and possessive, The astronaut is revealed to be an alien girl. We get this really, really weird scene with Shima and Adachi's mom. Like, so fucking weird. I don't know why that scene was there. It came out of nowhere. Feels like it means nothing. I don't know why that was there. It was a weird one. I'm genuinely trying to find, like, things that I'm like, I need to talk about, and I'm failing. Is there anything you want to quickly mention, Sean, in the five episodes that you feel like? Like an event that happens in these five episodes that feels like I have to talk about for
1: context? Um, for context, (laughs) not particularly. It's mostly just, you know, casual, uh, slice of life watching things. There's not exactly a lot of super hyper specific events. Uh, They talk about going places, doing things together. Most of
0: the flow of this show is on this day, we have this conversation. Little bit of introspection about that. Cut to the next day, where they continue a related conversation, um, where it's it's like the day has passed, but it's still the same scene, and sometimes you'll get an entire episode that feels like it's one scene, even though days or weeks will go by. Uh, it's a weirdly paced show. <laughs> it's a weirdly <laughs> paced show. Uh, it's mostly talking, which is Pretty okay, often the talking is fine um here's the problem okay. with this show all right sean all right uh the problem with this show is that it thinks it is it wants you to root for the romance happening
1: oh no, which
0: is a huge fucking mistake because here's the problem all right okay Adachi is a, a a loner and she finally finds someone she cares about so, so she latches on she's quite clingy uh, to the point where it's like it's awkward for her to hang out with Shima if anybody else is also around. Like she doesn't just want to be with Shima. She wants to be with Shima alone, with no one else. Uh, and she can get possessive and f- I mean frankly, toxic in that regard. Uh, which, you know, hey, they're young, that's fine. Uh, then Shima is emotionally distant, cannot even conceive of the the concept that Adachi might uh, like her. Um, is emotionally distant, even to, like, all of her other friends. Uh, It's like, okay, yeah, they're my friends, but basically so what, more or less, right? Um, Which also is perfectly acceptable. Um, However, when you take these personality types and put them together, oh, fuck, that's really bad. Uh, Are you familiar at all with the psychological concept of attachment
1: theory, Sean? I am, yes.
0: So uh for those who are uh, less aware, uh, attachment theory, um, and and don't think of this as uh, too dogmatic. A lot of people think of this as like locked in categories that are either permanent or uh or extremely firm. no, they're they're malleable. But it basically states that people have uh, have developed different, attachment styles. And those attachment styles, they can affect multiple elements of our life. They can be involved in the parent-child relationship. They can be involved in the friend-to-friend relationship. They can be involved in uh, teacher-student or, of course, in romantic relationships. And uh, there, there's a few different styles of attachment from, uh, from this point of view. Uh, generally, the different styles. There's secure attachment. That's basically like the gold standard. That means uh, that you have uh, a healthy bond with someone, but also a healthy bond with yourself. Uh, mm. You you can enjoy someone, but you are can also support yourself in uh, sufficient manners. Uh, then we can look towards the anxious uh, attachment style, right? Or the the insecure attachment style. This is where you get the the clinging, especially. Uh, this is where you find people. Who will at its extremes be extremely dependent on another person um it will come as no surprise that this seems to match up with Hidachi fairly well and that that's the optimistic side of a view viewing Hidachi There's an attachment style that also could fit that's like even more negative, but i'm I'm going to be the optimist here and say that it's just uh your your standard anxious uh style right uh. Shima, meanwhile, seems a lot closer to uh, a more avoidant attachment style, uh, which basically, as, as it says on the tin, when you get feelings of too much closeness, you might like, take a step back, or you might just ignore it completely. Uh, emotional closeness, there's uh, a sense of prickling, a sense of, of vague discomfort, uh, often like, self-sabotaging behavior can be found here. And when you take someone with an anxious attachment style, and someone with an avoidant attachment style, and you put them together, you get the worst of both worlds. You get someone who constantly yearns for more, who's constantly uh, trying to to pull closer desperately, uh, and any time that that doesn't work out is stuck in their own thoughts, matched with someone who, instead of getting closer, just sort of stands as a, a wall and will occasionally take a step back and, if anything, is resistant to the clinging dependency. Uh, that's not great. That's a, a, an extremely unhealthy dynamic. Uh, and then there's some, of course, more nuance to all of this, including more, more nuance to the characters themselves, uh, but I think that painting with broad brushes, especially for the sake of uh, a comedy anime podcast, I, I won't go into more depth than that, but I think that at least that serves the general point. Okay, These two are not good together, Oh, man. <laughs> at all. And that could still be fine, right? Uh, because this could end up being a show that I think would be super fascinating, where it's not a romance, but it's just 100% coming of age, right? And so it looks like a romance, uh, because they're cute together, right? And, and we, we see them get together, and there's uh, a few red flags here and there uh, on both of their ends. Uh, but it's cute, and they get together, and we're like, "Oh!" But then we look at like the episode count, and we're like, "Oh, that's strange." There's that's like only five or six episodes into a 12 episode series, and they they're already happily together. And then the rest, you deconstruct how they inhibit each other's growth. What they need, even though what they want desperately is each other, what they need is the exact fucking opposite. They need to grow as individuals, build broad social networks, so that Uh, Nobody feels like they are insanely reliant on one person so that they can tap into their own uh, emotions and be able to understand themselves and others in a more uh, complex way, right? Uh, And that that show, oh my god, that'd be a fucking amazing show. And this show could have been that. Instead, it does the exact opposite, where it's like, hey, isn't this a pretty cute romance? Aren't you rooting for them? And no, why would I? I don't think this is good for them. It's cute. They're cute they're cute. But also, I don't think that's good. I don't think putting a Hello Kitty sticker on a cartoon bomb, when I see that, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to be like, anybody going to put out that bomb? Or... <laughs> I don't know, just... man.
1: If I'm going to be blown up, I'd want it to be at least a cute bomb. <laughs> uh,
0: don't get me wrong, Sean. If there's a bomb, I want it to be a cute one. But I would prefer there not to be a bomb at all. And you could even say, well, hey, why? We, it, it's okay to have media about uh about cute bombs, about uh, things that you think, ah and then explode messily. Yes, but I don't think that's what this is doing. Uh, I, I think this wants us to just root for them, unthinking, and be like, yeah, you go. And I'm not saying it's not relatable. Both of these characters are relatable. I think what this anime does extremely well is actually capture this style of relationship between these two kinds of people, asterisk, without realizing how unhealthy it is. Because, like, I, I see it so vividly, and I think that, yes, you, there's a lot of really nice depictions of it, of the complexities and the nuances. It's showing that it's capable of such things. I, I think it's it doesn't understand what it's actually showing. <laughs>
1: huh. That is definitely a take that I hadn't really anticipated, actually. <laughs> 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 yeah, because I've got to be real honest with you, <laughs> when I watched it, I was like, ah, oh, look at them cute girls trying to figure out each other. Uh, isn't that nice? Uh I definitely wasn't anticipating you know uh attachment theory being played into this, but then again, uh it is you I'm talking to <laughs> weirdly, that makes a little too much sense to me if I'm honest. I'm trying to think of a good counterpoint to that, but the only counterpoint I can think of is, ah oh, man, look at them, look at them, go look yeah, at them and, go. and
0: don't get me wrong like if the show was aware of how unhealthy this this dynamic ultimately is and how they're they are actively inhibiting one another's growth, right? If the show was aware of that, then I'd be okay with being like, "Oh yeah, it it, it it it's fine that that is the case because it knows and it's demonstrating that." It's the problem is that it isn't aware and so it is just like, "Oh, it's cute." No, I I don't want just, "Oh, it's cute." I want like, "Oh, it's cute," which makes it even all it makes it all the more tragic that that it just cannot work out, right? Uh, And and once again, uh, be saying like, oh, it cannot work out. Technically, you can have two people of these uh, attachment styles and they can eventually work it out and everything. Um, It is just from what we are shown in the show itself. Uh, Ah, that's fucking rough, dude. It doesn't look great at all. Uh, And then I could also just, uh, and I I felt this especially by episode like four or five, uh, and I'm sure these are the more like conventional notes uh, for anybody critiquing this. Uh the, the pacing just gets worse. Um it's it's a little rough in the fact that it's a bit of a slog. Another element of it that I, I think I should critique is that not only is the pacing weird, but the method of storytelling is strange. Cause there's all right, so there's a lot of like internal monologue narration, right? Which is fine. That's fine. Uh and a lot of it is quite metaphorical or making like abstract comparisons. Which, that's my wheelhouse, I fucking love that shit. But I feel like the show, it so often lives in the characters' heads that we don't, we as the audience, don't get a strong enough sense of the external world. Like, I understand their internal worlds very much, but I don't understand the external world. I hardly understand the relationship between them. Why is Adachi so in Toshima? Why does Shima enjoy spending time with Adachi? Kind of just cause. But even when, like, asked, like, hey, what do you know about Adachi? And Shima's like, she likes mineral water. And I, I'm, I'm left like, okay, what do I know about Adachi other than, like, her internal, like, the, the type of person she is, right? What characteristics can I list about her? She likes mineral water, I guess.
1: Oh, God.
0: Like, okay, yeah, I, I can talk about her internal monologue. I can do all that. But if you were like, oh. And how does she, like, love to spend her time? I don't know. I guess just anything that Shima is doing. There's, like, it's not much more than that. Uh, Similarly, like, Shima. All right, tell me about Shima. She's emotionally distant, generally. Uh, I can tell you about, like, her friend she had in kindergarten, I guess. That's less about her, but I don't know. It's something. Like, there's, there's not much about them. Which, once again, that would be a fascinating note to show, like, the internal worlds that we construct especially when young these vivid internal worlds that we craft so carefully and we we fantasize about and we build up and so that when those are faced with reality which is anticlimactic often much more mundane often uh, a lot more messy and and potentially disappointing when it c- doesn't live up to these fantasized expectations we built in our head right it would be fascinating to see how those clash Uh, And and if that's what the show was doing, I'd be like, oh my god, so well done. But that's not what it's doing. If it would have zigged instead of zagged, I would be over the moon and talking about how it is a psychological masterclass. Unfortunately. Oh, god. (laughs) It didn't do that. So I'm just left with a really pretty show with some cute, relatable moments. With a romance that I can't support, with really wonky pacing and odd to non-existent storytelling, and that's that's not what I wanted.
1: <laughs> Nothing I ever do is what you want, is it, Rem?
0: <laughs> Sean, oh, all right, all right. Listen, listen. Uh, I imagine, all right, it's a little bit wonky with our schedule because, uh, hey, hey. spoiling uh, spoiler for next week's episode: we're we're doing a, a gaming episode. Uh, we're slotting that in. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, because a certain somebody, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Well, We discuss it next week. But, uh, I, I imagine at least the one after that, and if not the two after that, will still be Pride-related. And Sean, Sean, please, please, don't, don't turn this into the Pride month where Remington just bashes all of the queer anime. Don't
1: make that happen! Rem, I'm trying my damnedest. The only way I can think of to guarantee that doesn't happen at this point, Rem, is to revisit some of the ones you liked.
0: That's a cowardice. That's a coward's play and you it's, know that's it.
1: That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That, Which is part of the reason I sent out a tweet asking for help.
0: But before, before this Pride Month, the, the 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 queer anime had such a good, strong hit rate.
1: <laughs> they were yeah.
0: doing so well. Yeah.
1: And uh, I'm here to tell you, Rem, I'm looking at some of the recommendations on this tweet. Uh, They do not have your best interests at heart. <laughs> guys,
0: guys, with all due respect, we've already covered the bad ones. We we we've no, done we, we no, we haven't,
1: Rem. No, I'm sure
0: there's worse, but unfortunately, yeah. we we've covered some not great ones. We need to we we need to get to something where my review is just quite positive and sounds really nice.
1: Because Rem, I'm telling you right now, uh, I I've been I've been combing, I've been combing through our emails looking for. Uh, anime that uh, people consider to be lovely and wonderful, and I love it when we get emails with recommendations. It makes my job a lot easier. Uh, some of the recommendations we get were things that uh, that have LGBT themes, but don't actually get to those themes until like halfway through the series, which is like little bit defeats the purpose uh, of what we're trying to do here. And then I got recommendations for things like, oh man, I love this one when I was younger, and then I watch a couple episodes of it. And I was like, you really shouldn't have. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> Like, yikes on trikes, there's a lot, there's a lot. Rem, I've been very good to you with a lot of the Pride Month anime. I've been very generous, and that's because I've experienced a lot of really bad ones. Uh, And these two that I've had in my back pocket, I thought, hey, this'll be a nice and interesting comparison to make between the two, but my god, it got very existential really quick with these two shows. and. I was not anticipating that. I just thought, hey, these are cute little shows. Maybe it'll be a nice, casual Pride Month for us. But no, instead, instead, we are stuck with a, uh, (laughs) we're backed into a fucking corner, Rem. We're backed into a corner because uh, the other shows I have prepared on the back burner (laughs) are some of the shows that I think are problematic. And I was hoping that, ah, these are nice, casual shows and we could probably compare them to what is truly, like, abysmal in this genre, but now I don't know if I can do that without making this us look like the worst people ever. (laughs) So... Yikes. Uh, And all the people being like, hey, uh, show him this for Pride Month. I bet it'll go over well. I I know what you're trying to do. I've been around the block a couple of times. (laughs) I was around when Junjo Romantica first came out. I know what you're trying to do. I don't know if you think it'll it'll if it'll have the effect you want it to, because I don't want us to be cancelled, Rem. We're oh, on fun. thin ice. We are two cis white men in their mid to late twenties who have a podcast together. We're already <laughs> on thin ice. <laughs> we want to prove we're allies. We want to do this, but Rem Hey,
0: just just as a reminder, everybody, the games are still available, you know? <laughs> um
1: uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, next week at least has some LGBT themes. Like, there's a lot of you know people who enjoy the relationships between the girls rather than uh, the relationships between the protagonists for obvious reasons. But... <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, so maybe also, that'll be our caveat. <laughs>
0: but also with we've already recorded next week's episode and with how that went, I I don't know. People might still be mad. So
1: yeah, no, uh, killing your gays isn't really the best way to go about Pride Month. I'm told. <laughs> uh,
0: well, uh, here 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 we are, Sean here we are here we
1: are Rem. you've backed me into a fucking corner and now i'm terrified about the next episode we record so thanks for that that's wonderful i'm i'm really grateful for you so i suppose with that in mind i guess the final oh well you know i gotta ask rem any guesses on the mal score for adachi Toshimamura?
0: oh i'm terrified i'm so scared all right here's what i'm thinking all right here's my calibration and how i'm weighing it okay uh art is amazing so that's a big plus uh Cute Yuri, that's a plus. Uh, now we look at some of the negatives. Uh, everything I said about it being an unhealthy relationship, uh, extremely small minus for the Weebs. Uh, like, possibly a non-factor, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think will be a, a more significant factor is the wonky ass pacing. Uh, that, if I had to guess, I think most people would label as, like, oh, it's too slow, nothing happens. Um, I, I think there's more to be said about the pacing for that, though not necessarily to its benefit. Uh, but I, I think with that, I think a, a lot of them will be like, "Kiss already, goddammit. it!" And that that might frustrate them too much. So that that's a negative. Ah, um,
1: oh, shit, man. And to uh, uh, throw off your calibration as well. Uh, this was ha- this came out in fall of 2020, which uh, 2020 for anime fans was a bit weird, Rem, because that was when the big VTuber boom happened, and a lot of people didn't watch as much anime, instead watched, you know, people streaming as anime girls and anime boys.
0: I don't know how to calibrate that into my shit. Did that make them more or less critical? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Like, Ren, there's probably a lot of people out there like me who, on first watching back then, decently enjoyed the show because, you know, the world had gone to shit. (laughs) The world had gone to shit, and this wasn't exactly a complicated show.
0: Oh, I'm so terrified you're gonna say that it's eight point something. I uh, I uh, okay. All right. I'm going to predict. I got no idea. It's it's anywhere from 7.0 to 8 point zero. I'm gonna say. God, this one's fucked. Seven and point.
1: I'll, I'll tell you right now. The stat breakdown of this one is interesting.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Interpreting it like th- that. I'm gonna weirdly because you said that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go like seven point. Two nine. Final answer. Oh, that doesn't feel right, but I'm gonna go with it.
1: All right. Well, Rem. Uh, only about seventy thousand people reviewed this show. <laughs> oh no. Because, like I said, 2020. Uh, bit of a bit of a weird year for everything. Not just anime, but everything. So a lot of the shows that came out during that year. Uh, 2020 wasn't the best year for anime. Let's just put it to you that way. Okay. Uh, Wait. Because it well, wasn't um... the best for everybody. And there,
0: Does that mean that it would get, like, washed in the tide of negativity, or that having anything that's not the absolute worst would then be seen as the greatest thing?
1: I still don't know. It, it's, it's hard to say, Rem. It's hard to say. But I can confirm with those 70,000 ratings, uh, Adachi Toshimamura is sitting nice and pretty at 7.1. Holy shit! Yeah. I thought when I uh, opened up the notes and the review for this, uh, and, you know, rewatch the series uh, a second time to prepare that it would be higher because when I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is a comfy show. It's a bit weirdly wonky paced, but like, I'm sure lots of people won't mind that. Weebs aren't super critical about that. Uh, and I saw that score. I was like, wait, that doesn't feel right for what are a the, lot weebs the weebs
0: complaining about? Did it have a shitty ending? Like,
1: I'm I don't think that's the issue, rem. i I mean, there are a lot of uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. A lot of the people are upset about the pacing uh, of it all. Sure, but, but weirdly, Rem, there is an abnormally high percentage of people rating this 7 out of 10. Like A little over, like, just under a third of the votes are for 7 out of 10, followed by 8 out of 10, and very minimal people are in the extremes of, like, the 10 out of 10 and the 9 I, out of 10. I
0: predicted the exact opposite. I thought there was going to be a lo- all the extremes.
1: Yeah, no. No, like, it is so, like, everybody that reviews this puts it either as, yeah, it was pretty good, or, yeah, it was all right, or not super. There was very minimal extremes. Uh, I, the most extreme in the negative is people giving it a 5 out of 10 with about 5,000 people doing that, or 8% of the votes. And that's higher than the 10 out of 10s, which is, you know, a rarity because- yeah. Weebs don't know how to scale I, things properly. I
0: don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm losing my magic. Maybe I've lost track. Oh <laughs> man, I feel like I went through a series of like genuinely like two to three months where I was nailing it, and I mm-hmm. I don't know. I I've I'm I'm in a confused state.
1: Rem, I think it's, I think I don't think it's your fault. I'm gonna give you more credit than you deserve, okay. but I don't think it's your fault. I I genuinely think it's just based on uh, the relatively no low numbers and the stat breakdowns, like it. It's a weird stat breakdown, and that has contributed to the show, because usually when we see a show that's, like, 7.3 or lower, it is utter dog shit, even, like, by the weebs comparison. Yeah. Uh, Because we rarely see things that dip below 7, and this is dangerously close to doing that. And I don't, like, if I was rating this on the weeb scale, I wouldn't rate it that low. Uh, On my personal scale, it's probably, like, a 5.5 at best, but, you know, I'm... I'm different, and Rem, you're probably at, like, what, like, a four? Or three. <laughs> yeah, around yeah.
0: a 3.5 to a four.
1: Yeah, see? Uh, so it's like, uh, this rating kind of makes sense to me on a weeb scale, but not, like, once at, again, as the community.
0: I, I think that as a type of, like, character study, I think it's pretty competent. I just think that it's bad at...
1: As a cohesive narrative. Yeah,
0: like, it it does something really well, it just doesn't know what it's doing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's a light novel adaptation which I think I mentioned in the, in the top half uh-huh. uh, and the first light novel came out back in 2013 if that gives you some frame of reference mm. uh, and it's apparently still ongoing oh uh, with, fuck oh no yeah which for light novels that could mean fucking anything because light novels are weird Rem in terms of literature like because they're light novels so they're meant to be like easy to read pr- relatively short straightforward but the fact that I, it's apparently going to be ending with twelve volumes over the past little decade. I I'm struggling to think how much they get into this. Maybe they go full sci-fi with it. I I do not know. I I like it's it's hard it's hard to gauge from watching this you know twelve episode anime.
0: Also, I'm gonna say it. Going from little weird astronaut to just like cute star girl, bland decision. Keep it as cute little astronaut. <laughs> I, I would have liked it more if the reveal was like that the the there's it's not an astronaut suit or some shit like yeah. because they already are like oh this is what we thought humans dressed as I think it would have been great if it was like oh I thought this is what humans like were until I came to your planet so this is how I styled myself whoops Uh, like that that would have I think been more fun more interesting more unique Uh, already it only exists as like a weird selling point to try to hook more people, uh, but that—that's—that's that's my last spicy take.
1: I mean, if it makes you feel better on the Mal page, they use the astronaut picture rather than yeah, of the course they do. Picture. Yeah,
0: the astronaut picture is the just way more interesting.
1: Yeah, that and I, 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 I lots of criticisms levied at this. I think the uh, promo cover for the show is super cute and super adorable, personally. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, and like that's part of what drew me in initially. Uh, that and the depression, but that's besides the point. Uh, so really, Rem, this is, this is going to be a ride. This is going to be a ride. Uh, happy pride, everyone. Happy pride. Happy pride. We promise we love you. Happy pride along for the ride. (laughs) That's us. (laughs) Remember, we are just giving our opinions, uh, and we are allies. (laughs) But that in mind, uh. Final question, Rem, any chance you'd want to watch any more of Adachi and Shimamura?
0: I might Google how it ends.
1: That's the thing, Rem, we don't know how it ends. <laughs> I only know how the first season ends and then I'll give you the spoilers right now. Tune out for like the next like ten seconds if you don't wanna hear. It ends with them uh cuddling together and talking about the future. That's basically how it goes. That's the easiest way to say it. So it's a nice, uh, open ended. Right. Yeah. It's not gonna like if there's going to be 12 volumes and only 10 are out right now, I don't know if we know how it's going to end. I'm not reading. Bob I, I
0: only wish that the show was as bold as its art. Ooh,
1: brutal. All right. Well, with that, I think that's where we'll call it. So thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy Rem being uh, devastated by Pride Month uh, two weeks in a row, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. They mean the world to us, and we do read every single one. But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where you can watch myself, Remington, and Dylan occasionally play video games very poorly. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So Rem, who we thank him this week?
0: As always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who are just emotionally distant this week. And on that list, we have drunk Quetzalcoatl for anime Out of context mascot, says Miska Miska, earnestly expecting praise and a reward, Zombie Stomp, Xanax, Zach Page, Yandere Neko. Wondering who has a bigger sword, Remington or Kirito? Why Sean? Why Sean? Weekly haiku about Sean, special Remington edition. He can't escape, she knows. Monica just knows that he don't wear pants. Uh, we need a patron-only episode where Rem reviews Sean's favorite hentai. Watch even? I'll write a poem every day for a month. Walk me home gently, Utah number one, unhinged prax. Tuma is always punching out lollies, so why does he let that little moocher nun bite his head, grumbles Miska with disdain. Totally God's angel, Titan CNH. This is not your grave, but you are welcome in it. The Villain Behind Glasses wants Welcome Cheetah Say Revisit, the Susanator, that guy who changes his Patreon name every week. Turban, Tainted Venom, Spicitis, Snakey Pie, Silent Secondary, Shoujo Addict who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. She wants to Remington on my chase till I critique with irrefutable facts and valid opinions. Uh, Sean loves Adam Sandler Clock. Sean's grandma's the OG White Swordsmeister get well soon. Seth Senju, Sugoi Kai. that's what she said. Salty Pretzel, Ross Palmer. Rob up, Randon Williams. Rem loves the big hole. Rare XD, that's I love you in Dinosaur. Professor Fox, Pacoel Musico, Other McNutt. Oh no, I fucked my sister. Oops. Nitsaira, Nick Harvey. Nice Legs, Daisy Dukes, makes a mango. Doot, doot, doot. Nuke from Crumbslet's Bakery. Try our Prince Albert creme Clairs. Sean approved. Uh, Monokuma53, Milf Diddler. Me thinks Rem doth protest too much about disliking lolly anime girls. Link, Joe Curl, Liam Dunn. Leave Denji and Pachita out of harm's way, Sean. Landon Weatherford, Kylo, Kara Uchiha, Keegan Talbot, Keaton Graff, Cassidy, Karma Chaos, Joshua DiGiorno, Jax, Janine, Jam Hands. In need of Rem's titty juice, I need the holy breast milk seller. Please PM me, I know you are still out there. Uh, if Sean is a professional milf hunter, does that mean Rem is a Dilf hunter as, uh, as his partner? I wanted to try Rem's lemon water, but this may just be pee. I tried to sub to the anime out of context only fans, but I had to settle with the Patreon. I Remington will ruin Darling in the Franks for encrypted cryptid. I listened to the Angel Beats episode and it makes me laugh how moody Sean was the whole time. I may be 21 and only just finished my first year of uni, but I have two 4.0 semesters. I'm ecstatic. I made Brennan's grandma wear cat ears while I hit it. I discovered I was trans after Eggfest 2023 and I've waited all year for this one. Hashtag trans rights. Uh, Hunter Tain, Hunter Davies. Hey, don't cough in my butt. Hey, Rem, Portuguese word of the week. Uh que o minas? Uh, hey diddle diddle, hey diddle diddle, Sean stole my fiddle, and now I want it back. Hey diddle diddle, please daddy Rum, play my fiddle. Hey cursed Waluigi, please say this. do, 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 do. Help, I've been huffing on the copium for a Rukuka, Rakugo's Shinju review for five years now. Uh, going down on Sean's grandma. Romeo and Juliet is my favorite anime. Glenn Michael Dolan. Flushkondovich. Farmer Weeb's Dark Fact of the Week. He-Man Skeletor was inspired by the creator's discovery of a real body in a haunted house. Fantide. F-Bomb. Erica McCorkle. Dylan Hayden, Daddy Rum, tell me a bedtime story. Creed 13, Country Fried Goth, they're here to remind you that you just lost the game. Cheese Monkey, Brock Hart for Geodudes, Brie Loves Cheese. Bland Bitch Protagonist, Two Ounce Vodka topped with seltzer water. Blake Star, Big Blue Bear Boy, Awkward Lesbian who just got a hug. Amazing Muffin, Elise Howard, Alpha Angel, Akisama Supremacy chant the Capybara from the Big Hole. Akali, uh, wants a Demon Slayer revisit. AJ Tunnels, if you have no cup holders, then where am I supposed to put these BEANS? AJ, honey, a day's Aaron Heglund. A hurry, a day arrives. Uh, drives the heteronormality away. Uh, Pi, I, I I read it next week. I can't, I can't read it again. Uh, this week. Hello, Pi man, is it time? Yes. Activation sequence, starting three, two, one. More pie dot Uh, the th- two different names. Are uh, you you guys you fuckers want to kill me? You want to kill me? I see. <laughs> I understand. I do it next week. I can't. I can't. Uh, sorry, Shauna, put your name in parentheses. Uh, in hopes that I would tell patrons to repent in your voice. Uh, which three of you are currently not wearing pants? Penis, 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 penis. Vincent Calabresi. The Drew is tired. She is eepy. Canadian. Uh, oh wait, no shit. Uh, we're at the Boy Wizard Tier. Boy Wizard here.
1: <laughs> You've been broken by pie. Uh,
0: where? Uh, <laughs> okay. Where I? Uh, you know, similar to last week, but this time I'm going to. Label everyone as either a Tachi or a Neko, which apparently, according to emergent, emerging lesbian voices from Japan, is the uh, lesbian equivalent of Seme uke. So, uh...
1: You learn something new every day, I suppose, Rem. I'm
0: just kinda trusting them on that.
1: Uh, so... I, I'm, I feel like that's accurate, but I'm not an expert. Yeah, sure, if why he, not? Yeah.
0: Uh Sean Sean still needs a lot more studying of Japanese lesbians. Uh, which three of you are currently not wearing pants? Penis, 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 penis. You are uh Neko. Vincent Calabrese, Neko. The Drew is tired, she's EP, Tachi. The Canadian anime stoner, uh, Tachi. Rosecop, you're Tachi. Roberto with the concerto, you're Tachi. Rare Kumiko will continue to be a sad boy until a Girl is reviewed. Also Remus Tensei. You get big hole! PL Mare, you get the big hole, you get Tachi. Uh, One Piece is the only show that makes you cry over a boat, 312. uh, You get uh, Neko. Monogatari is everything you guys say you want in anime. This week, it is anything but boring. You get uh, Tachi. My Goddess Overlord review, you get Neko. Miguel Deleon, you get Neko. Massimo Martelli, you get Neko. Latino shows friends clips of Rem vs. Sean. He said Sean must be a pro Garfield uh, cart player. You get uh, Tachi. Kugor. you get Neko. Kafka is my mommy, you get Neko. Uh Caden Cuzellus, you get Tachi. Hellorex, you get Neko. Dua, you get Neko. Cryptid MILF, you get Neko. Crimson Reapers, just because of the scythes, you get Tachi. Carver 271, Neko. Cameron Coates, you are Tachi. Let's all not the bitch boy white ones. You are Tachi. Uh Beethoven 1201, you are Neko. Animated Z, you are Tachi. All Father Wishes the LGBTQ+ Plus community happy pride. All gates get free pastry at Crumb Sluts. 19 weeks until Bonze, you are Tachi. Adam Sandler cosplays as Judy Hops and Cuddles with the MILF Hunter Sean. You are Hachi. uh so uh there 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 we go everybody has been uh assigned if you feel like it doesn't match last week's designation um it, it then it congratulations you're a switch uh and now you know
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you can say that that's Rem. how you learn
0: that's how you learn
1: uh, <laughs> i mean if
0: you if you got differing uh. results you're a switch if you got the same result well then you know what you are uh Now we go on to our inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where, uh, do I, do I ruin you?
1: Oh, please don't rem.
0: Where Sean, as Joey Wheeler, will awkwardly try to either confess or ask you out on a date, but then at the last minute switch to something more mundane.
1: (laughs) Oh, that you, I hate
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) on that list we got submissive and breedable milf seeking gangly ginger, weeb
1: uh, i mean there you go uh, okay all right here we go um <laughs> i can't wait i just need uh,
0: i just need you to pull in adachi for me repeat it yeah,
1: yeah 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 hey yug okay all right all right uh man you know, I know you're not usually busy on the weekends and all, but I was just wondering if you would like to join me and, you know, uh, paint some miniatures. <laughs> oh, fuck! Oh, God!
0: Oh, so so delightfully nerdy. Uh, Next we got Reki Kawahara.
1: Uh, man, you know, I hear you really enjoy coffee, and, you know, I like coffee a lot, too. Uh, so I was just thinking that, uh, you know, what would be really neat is if he, uh, you checked out James Hoffman. Makes great coffee videos.
0: <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. Nice nice. save to save your reputation right there. They'll have no idea. Next yeah. up, we got Hermione Peggs, Harry and
1: Ron. Goddamn. You know, it's gotta be said. Uh, Card games, you know, card games are great and wonderful, and they're an activity that you just love to do, you know, in pairs, together, as it were. So I was just thinking that maybe, uh... You know what, here's here's a blue deck, uh, and some videos, uh, maybe we'll, uh, I'll teach you how to play in a tournament, it'll be great.
0: Oh, you'll teach him, alright. Next up we got my dear old mum.
1: Oh, fuck. Um. Tread carefully, hmm. fucker. Yeah, no, I'm trying to, look, you're the one who put me in this situation, I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Um, right, okay, let's go with, uh, <laughs> fuck, dude, I'm running low. Um. For your mom. Let's see. Your mom, uh... Oh Christ. Uh, let's go with... You know, thanks to you, uh, I've had one of the best co-hosts I could ever hope for. And with that being said, I, I want to know everything there is to know about him. So, if you have the time, could you, like, send me an email of his <laughs> deepest, darkest secrets? <laughs>
0: uh Last but not least, we got second to none.
1: Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Oh man. Hey, uh, I don't know if uh, this would interest you or not, but I I feel like you seem like the kind of person who'd enjoy a nice cat cafe, right? Because cats are cute and all. And I was just thinking, you know, since uh, there's this discount going on uh, the weekend for the holiday, and I just thought to myself, uh, what if uh, you know you go and support them? It's a nice local business.
0: Yeah, we love capitalism here. Happy Pride. <laughs>
1: Oh, God, that was painful for me, Rem. I hate you so much for it. (laughs) Uh,
0: Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over on to animeoutofcontexts at gmail.com.
1: Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister.
0: Dear lesbians, you cannot have both pitchforks and yams, you must choose, and I would encourage you to choose the yams. And you shorten my name all the time by two syllables calling me Rem. So you have no excuse.
1: Whatever you say, Remmington.
0: Something strange about these beans. Are these are these pre flicked beans? And then someone will come in and say, Well, of course, they're pre flicked beans? Were you a naughty boy or girl? And they'll think, well, I don't know. And it says, well, you must have been a naughty boy or girl if you had the bean flicker come and flick your beans. Came in through your window. He did. It just like bump, bump,
1: bump, bump, bump,